Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh, what a night, what a night, what a night, what a night, what a night. Oh, let's just get this show started, I'm perfectly fine. Oh, yeah, whatever. Okay, anyways, bring on the intro. Let's go. Let's get this thing started. Oh, you know who we are. We're the Son of Fanatics. This is the tagline show where the tagline is the title. Shut up and drink your whiskey. Oh my gosh. Good lord. What a night so far. We are, woo, really orange. Oh, no, I bet it not. looks good on the actual stream, though. You know, I don't I care at told this point. You we're fine. <laughs> Let me handle the how the picture looks and you handle everything else. I handle this. Anyways, what's going on, y'all? We are the Son of Fanatics. We're here to talk about movies and who knows what else. I'm Robert Adams. I'm uh, always delayed at retweeting and tweeting out the show. Uh, also, my name is Chris Adams. Holy crap, yo. Uh, oh, yeah, anyways. we look great in the, on the YouTube. Oh, yeah, that actually looks really Ooh. good. Yeah. Hey. I'm liking this. All right. Sucks on audio. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we got a short uh, tagline for y'all tonight because we, we will be doing a live reaction with... Uh, Andres Galagos? Galego? No, that's... No, you... <laughs> Sorry, I, I will apologize profusely on the next stream. Galego. Galego. It's, it's been a lot... I mean, I am glistening. You also got something stuck to your arm there. Oh, probably. Uh, anyways. Uh, so this is going to be a shorter tagline. We kind of uh, got to get right into it. But yeah, there's a lot going on tonight. We are doing a reaction to the Schmodown. It's the first uh, singles... It's a play-in match. Ultimate Schmodown play-in match singles tournament. Andres Gallego versus Adam Collins. We what are doing that right saying. after this. Yeah, so uh, I can this, do that while tweeting. That's awesome. Way to multitask. Uh, so this is going to be. We'll probably go uh, roughly about an, maybe an hour at most. Uh, so yeah. Ish. How was your week? That's fantastic. My week was also great. Let's get into the news, shall we? How's everyone in the chat doing? No, I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, my rental car that I'm driving right now is fantastic, and I love it, and I'm going to be somewhat sad to get rid of it when my car is done in the shop. Yeah, your rental car looks awesome. I'm also going to be uh, pretty glad to have my car back because it's, it's, it's a comfort thing. I'm comfortable in my car. Yeah. So <clears throat> hopefully uh, hopefully the, uh, the trunk and everything will be looking all nice and spiffy and new. Yeah. And not bent in. Yeah, because your trunk whew, needed some work. It got, it got a little pushed in. Your trunk got pushed in. You you lost some junk out of your trunk. Yeah, some of the junk spilled out of the trunk. Well, that's what happens. That's what happens when you get rear-ended. <laughs> <laughs> some, of your, some of your junk falls out of your trunk. <laughs> Phrasing. Uh, that reminds me. Have you seen this WAP music video? No, we're not going there. Ooh, we're not talking about it. Never ooh, mind. Ooh. <laughs> I believe it's actually pronounced well, no, I don't no. want to say that. Yeah, really? <laughs> I was like, we are family friendly here. Well, welcome to the art of live streaming when you catch yourself from saying something that's going to be highly you, insensitive at the last second. Were you actually about to say that? I, I thought so. I'm about to kick like, you out of the cinematics. Hi, we're not hiring for uh, my new brother. Yeah. Is Alex Ooh. Damon free? Yeah. Uh, what's going on, guys, in the chat? Let's check out the chat. Audio is fine. Whiskey, shouldn't you be drinking pickleback shots? 
Why is it called pickleback? Like I, I get uh, like you, you drink the whiskey. There's like, pickle in it. Well, no, pickleback is like you drink say. Stick a little pickle in you it. You drink rum and then you do a shot of pickle yeah, juice. Yeah, put a little pickle in it. But the thing is, you call it pickleback, and I'm thinking it's instead of nickelback. It's oh, yeah, no, I'm thinking you're lying on, you're like face down, and someone puts a pickle on your back. That's that's really weird. That's that's super strange. I, I heard it has like healing properties. It's like works through the pores in your back. And I'm gonna just, have to drink some more of this because I want to see this happen tonight. I want to wake up and have a pickle on my back, and that will be great. An actual pickle. I'm going to blame your cat, who is wandering right now. Because mm-hmm. I forgot to feed her right before this. Sorry. Nice. You're just going to have Hello. to wait an hour. Um, yeah. We'll feed you. <laughs> she'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Your week is... <laughs> Watching American Pickle. <laughs> MLP must love pickles. Garth is just going to find any like <laughs> set of letters. If it has a P in it, that P automatically becomes pickles. And then he sits there for like a minute trying to think what the other letters could be. <laughs> WAP stands for Watching American Pickle. Uh, I want to tell the other one, the acronym one that I told you a little earlier, just real quick. Well, it's family friendly. That's fine. Well, I mean, okay, you'll you'll understand. So at work, uh, at work, we we have to verify customers' identification to sign them up for a service. And one of the things we use is like uh, we use a phone to like take a picture of their ID. Yeah, but it just really hasn't been working oh, v- yeah, yeah, very yeah. well. I remember this. So we were trying to figure out how to reference this this process of taking a picture. So I've been calling it the uh, Capture Recognition Authentication Photo, yeah. which is a great name. Again, Capture Recognition Authentication Photo. It replaces the previous name on it, which was Super Hard Identification Thing. Yeah. Super Hard Identification Thing. Super Hard identification thing you need to like make sure you really follow up with the identification thing on that. super hard <laughs> identification thing identification thing so here's the thing I, i'm former military acronyms a- an acronym stands for always oh gone- no, no, no 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 i'm not anyway. i'm not that good at improv yet mm, yeah you're not anyways moving I can't on even get a and c <laughs> a and c Acronym starts with an A, then a C. You know how it's spelling. You're not good at improv either. Yeah. Yes, and uh, yes, moving on. And <laughs> yes, and no, you're wrong. Uh, moving on, let's get into some stories already. Let's just dive on into the thing. The um, identification thing. Super hard identification thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the email from my manager trying to talk to me. What's the one? Here we go. Uh, so Scorsese, we'll jump in with the Scorsese one right off the bat, uh, has made a deal with Apple for like basically releasing movies on the Apple instead of a theater. Yeah. That's super cinematic right there. Very cinematic. (laughs) I'd I'd honestly believe that Scorsese releasing movies on Apple is a lot more cinematic than a Marvel movie. Almost. Yeah. It's not a circus at all. Uh-huh. Or carnival or yeah. what theme park, whatever he said it was. What yeah. I'm getting at is, is there a tinge of hypocrisy here? Hypocrisy. No. My name is Martin Scorsese. I'm going to say no because I would like to someday talk to Martin Scorsese. Here's the thing. I I, I still like <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Like, I love his movies. Yeah. And the man's entitled to his opinion, just like pretty much all of us are entitled to any of our opinions about anything, sort of. Some of those could really be thought of some more before they get uttered and opinionized. But, uh, yeah, I, I actually, 
I get what he's what he was saying with the Marvel movies. I I understand that in that you're basically you're taking a comic book and putting it on a screen instead of actually like fleshing out a full movie. You look at his movies and it, it's easy for it to come from him because you look at his movies, they actually have a full on cinematic quality to it. So now I'm just preaching to the camera, <laughs> but they have that. Oh, you're over here. Uh, they have that kind of cinematic uh, form to it, and it looks like it is it, it is very cinematic. <laughs> and uh, that's what like I understand from his point of view that meaning, and I understand why he, oh, I'm getting up here. He feels like he's the one who's able to to show to to give oh, the opinion in that particular much way. better. Oh, you have full range of motion over there now? For, for those who don't know what just happened, I uh, changed the angle of my camera. <laughs> Garth is saying Apple. I was here for pickle news, not Apple news. There's my... <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I mean, nothing gets... Nothing gets I mean, the whole thing of uh, calling his movies on Apple not cinematic, a complete joke, but are we okay? Yeah. What? Yeah, oh, I'm Everything's good. Everything's good? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm better than good. I am swell. You are gooder. I'm gooder. You are better than good. You are gooder. I am gooder. Um, yeah, no, I mean, here's the thing. Like, Scorsese's pretty much at the point in his uh, career and his life where he can just do and almost say whatever he wants. Yeah. Now, we don't live in a uh, society where any one person can perfectly say anything they want without consequences. Oh, come on. We can't all the time. In fact, I, I almost did a second ago. I'm going <laughs> to shut your mic off somehow. <laughs> you have to shut yours off, too. We've got new mics. and No, I'm just going to reach across the table and throw your mic away. Um, Ooh, yeah. That's an expensive mic. Well, then don't say anything weird. Um, so, yeah, no. As far as Scorsese's career, though, he can pretty much make anything he wants in a studio. He'll be like, yeah, cool. Here's some money. Do it. And if he wants to cut a deal with Apple and make some movies for Apple... Uh, he's got the freedom to be able to do so at this point. He's Martin Scorsese. Yeah. He's one of the greatest living directors out there right now. And yes, I am absolutely making up for the fact that I somewhat called him a hypocrite before. I mean, it, it, this will never get to him. It doesn't matter, but he is, <laughs> he is, he is one of the greatest directors he's out gonna there. He's going to be like the X Call me a hypocrite. Oh, look, they only have 1200 subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll date this live stream right now. I don't mind. He's going to premiere a movie at South by Southwest one year that we're going to go, and he's going to be like, you two. Yeah. I know you. You guys. In that exact voice. That's yes. exactly Martin Scorsese's voice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of eager to see what he can do because I believe, uh, oh, what was the other movie that just came out? The Irishman? Irishman. Uh, that one that one had a limited theater release, but it did primary. It was primarily served on streaming. It had just enough of a theatrical release to be up for awards contention to, to qualify for Oscars. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hello, Scorsese. You should have released that movie one year later, because then you could have just put it on streaming and been perfectly fine. <laughs> True. So I mean, <laughs> what movies do you think are going to be up for Oscars attention? <laughs> Sonic Oscar. the Hedgehog, Sonic Blood, Blood, <laughs> Trolls World World Tour, <laughs> Scoob. Um, anyway. I, I am kind of like we'll talk more about Oscars as we get closer, I guess, to Oscar season. No, now we that won't. That's been moved. There's not going to be any Oscars. I'm really curious. I'm really curious to see how the this year's Oscars are oh, going to go. Man, what a year 2020 is. Uh, so moving on. Um, moving on. It feels like we're rushing through this it's because we are. 
Uh, Captain Marvel 2 got a director. Mm-hmm. Nia DaCosta. Who is known currently from the upcoming... Jeez, this table. Is known currently from the upcoming uh, Candyman re- oh, se- that's sequel, right. reboot, requel. Re- it's yeah, se- kind of a se- requel. Seek boot. Seemingly, yeah, seemingly a sequel, but still like kind of rebooting the legend of Candyman. Mm-hmm. Candyman. Candyman. This is not a mirror. Candyman. I mean, I'm seeing myself in this it's monitor. Not, For all intents and purposes, this is a mirror. It's not a mirror. Candyman. Yeah, it's not going to work. Candyman, Candyman, also Candyman, Candyman, fictional. It's also a very fictional character and a very fictional situation. <laughs> fictional characters. <laughs> ben Affleck. Fictional character. Yeah. Uh, so, it, I I can't remember. She has another thing, another movie that has already come out, I believe, and I can't remember off the top of my head what it is. Well prepared for the stream. Time, well yeah. done. Too busy working on uh, all the tech stuff. Yeah. That's what happens. You work full-time and you're trying to provide streams. It's okay. I have a computer in front of me. You can look it up <laughs> while I talk. I do a song and dance and entertain the crowd, and you look it up. Da, 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 da. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Gar says the new mics look cool and sound good, but I kind of miss the echo. Echo, echo, yeah. echo, echo. What? She wants Little do. Woods, Night and Day, short, Top Boy TV series. Yeah, no, Candyman. So Candyman's like really what's going to help establish it's, her. It's going to be the main thing. What, so was what, everything else like an indie or a short? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yes, I hear you. Hey, sorry. I need to get you food, don't I? <laughs> Anyways. You're talking to your cat. You know we're live on YouTube right now, right? I know. My poor okay. kitty, though. She's like, I want food. Um... So, so the and the thing is is from what I've heard as far as this Candyman goes, it it's going to be it, it's going to be really good. It looks like it's going to be really good. Uh starring I believe it was a Yaya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh good <laughs> and Lord. there goes our channel. Good night everybody. <laughs> um and then also Tony Todd who was the original Candyman is back in this as well. So I'm eager to see that, but the thing is is with what looks like popular positive word of mouth already mm-hmm. uh i guess in the industry since the movie hasn't been released and who knows when uh that they went that marvel went ahead and signed her to do captain marvel 2 uh, which certain ex- execs probably would have already seen enough of Candyman to go we we like what you're doing uh they've probably she's probably reached out to them met with them talked about it Thanks, Garth. <laughs> Hi, audio listeners. If you want to know the, what wonderful <laughs> comment our friend Garth said in the uh, chat, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube make and then sure pull up this video and look back at the chat. To us on YouTube. <laughs> right around the time where my cat is meowing. Um, <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> hey Anyway. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, this might be now. Here's the thing. In all honesty, I can't remember who directed the first Captain Marvel. I want to say it was two people. Yeah, it was two people. Um, <clears throat> but I don't think they were necessarily known for their, they, their movie directing yet. I want to say that they are along the same lines as at that point you had the Russo brothers. So like they're coming from either like TV or. Well, yeah, and we're on YouTube, and we're well prepared right now. Yeah, so keep calling it out. (laughs) 
Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Yes. I knew I re- would recognize those names. Uh, I mean, here's the overall, I thought they did pretty well, oh, but. They did Half Nelson. It's kind of a funny story. Yeah. Half, I, I know I've heard of Half Nelson before. It's kind of a funny story is the one that it's got Zach Galifianakis and Emma Roberts in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm uh, again. I I believe uh, that was her name, Nia Da Costa. Yes, her name is Nia Da Costa. Uh, I believe, based just off of what we've heard of her doing Candyman, I believe she might be a really good fit for uh, the MCU. And I know Marvel and Disney are one of those that are especially trying to look towards up and coming up and coming directors and uh, like kind of I mean almost kind of like what I feel like DC did by hiring uh, Patty Jenkins to do Wonder Woman you get a a female perspective on a female led movie and I mean technically it it makes great sense just because you kind of don't want like some random dude just like telling the story of like women empowerment I'm going to mansplain Captain Marvel all the way through yeah um yeah and on top of that, you know, you have a situation where, you know, you look at Marvel's weakest films, Marvel Studios' weakest films right now. Some people would say the first Captain Marvel was one of them. Others would mostly say that it's going to be Thor The Dark World. I, I think the the thing, like, Thor The Dark World, I have World, a point. I agree. Okay, go ahead. I'm Sorry. going somewhere with this. I apologize for interrupting. <laughs> anyway, uh, people would say this, but for the most part, even Marvel's worst movies are still pretty decent to good movies. Still pretty fun movies. I mean, you know, uh, some people out there might actually very much dislike Thor The Dark World. But for I the most part, I just watched it, and it's still enjoyable. For the most part, I'll watch every single Marvel movie again and again and again. I enjoy them all. And that is the situation that I think Marvel has found themselves in, both with cast and the people that they choose to direct these these movies. Uh, they don't go wrong, typically. Mm-mm. Uh, to touch upon Thor to the Dark World, like I said, I just rewatched it. The dynamic of Loki being like in the the dungeon for like the first half of the movie, and then what happens with him when they release him to have him help. It's great. That yeah. is great entertainment. I love that part. Um, People also, typically pick like one or two things of these movies and then run with that as oh the whole movie was bad because of these things. The Dark Elves, Malekith was mm. he's he's very thin. I but, do like Christopher Elkelson though. Yeah, but there's they they miss out on a lot of the other good stuff that's in that movie. Rene Russo, Rene Russo, the everything yeah. with Frigga was was really good. There's in that great movie. stuff in that movie. There's there's rough stuff in that movie, and that's the same with like all these Marvel movies. Yeah. Cap, even Captain Marvel. There's great stuff in Captain Marvel, and there's some rough stuff in there. I, but. I know one of the issues I would say that was wrong with Captain Marvel, or not wrong, but that people have the problem with is it's again it's an origin movie. Yeah. We've gotten to the point where we've been so inundated with origin superhero movies that you're like, okay, they're all formulaic. So-and-so person comes from such-and-such place. Accident, powers, something. Suffice it to say, though, I believe I I have full trust in Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige, Disney, to pick the right directors for these projects. In which case, if they're looking at Nia DaCosta, who's only got one big feature coming out, has done a couple small things here or there, and they're going, yeah, her – She's going to do this right. Yeah. Uh, I fully trust them. Yeah. Uh, plus, I'm very interested in them using utilizing the power of these movies, these big, huge blockbuster movies, to grab these small-time directors, these smaller indie directors, and 
thrust them into the spotlight into bigger and better careers. <laughs> so you said blockbuster movie. You know she crashed through her blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's a blockbuster movie. Make it a blockbuster night. <laughs> Speaking of, they uh, they tweeted today. Yeah, I saw that. They're like, hey, just checking in. I'm like, <laughs> this isn't the last blockbuster Twitter account. This yeah. is the actual blockbuster Twitter account. What the heck? <laughs> you guys are still alive? I, 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 I kind of saw it, but did it have like the check mark? Like, was it verified? Yeah, yeah it's actually blockbuster. It's actually blockbuster? Blo- yeah, verified blockbuster actually wow. tweeted. Hey, just checking in. What's funny, too, though, is that it actually came out with a news story, and this is kind of an inadvertent news story that we can drop in here too yeah. the only one the one and only blockbuster that is still around mm-hmm. uh it's is like in oregon or alaska oregon. yeah it's in oregon it's uh it's also an airbnb <laughs> yeah there's like news stories and everything you they're like part of the store is actually renovated into a place that you can stay so that means you can get up out of bed and then just go wander up and down the aisles not movie. knowing what movie you want to watch either exactly you can and then get a- after a few minutes of wandering the aisles you're like oh i need the bathroom <laughs> something like that uh, you can go pick out a movie or whatever come back to your bedroom put it on watch it i'm done go pick another movie yeah, but see, to make it authentic, what they need to do is, like, all the good movies, you're like, ooh, I do want to see that. You go to reach for it, and the the video or the DVD is not behind the yeah. case, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> to would be, be appropriate. <laughs> to be clear, though, this Airbnb is booked for, like, the next three years. Why? Like, Cause it's, Blockbuster goes out of Wait. It's okay. novel. So it's an Airbnb. Yeah, it's novel. So would you call this an Airbnb and B&B? No, I would not. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at, but no, I would not. Well, you know what Airbnb stands for? Air, Air, Air Bed and Breakfast. Air Bed and Breakfast, yeah. Yeah, so now it's Blockbuster. So Air yeah. Bed and Breakfast Blockbuster. Airbnb, well, B&B. See, what threw me off there is that Blockbuster is one word. Yeah, I know, but to make it really work, you kind of have to sell That's it. That's not how there. acronyms work. Move on to the next news story. Next news story, uh, reaching way back into the 80s, back when uh, we were all little kids, all of us, every single one of us. Uh, apparently, they're going to turn the old uh, Knight Rider TV series into a movie. That's right. Your favorites from the 80s are coming back as live action movies. <laughs> Never seen this before. Uh, but this was the movie about, what was it, like a spy? I don't, I don't remember the TV show that much. I'm trying to but, do a gag, and YouTube is killing me right now. Yeah. Uh, it was about like some spy organization where uh, you had Michael, played by the ever. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you got to mute our video. I forgot. I got to mute us. There we go. And that is all we can get away with on the stream. Probably. Uh, So, Michael, played by the ever, ever popular and gorgeous-looking David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah. German singer extraordinaire. You know what's weird is... He's not German, but he's popular in Germany. I got that confused with... uh, What's his face? Good good TV, guys. Uh, Michael Landon? No, it's another like '80s show, but yeah, Michael Landon. It was uh, no. was a uh, Highway to Heaven. Definitely not. What I'm talking about, but continue on your thing because I'm not going to get it in time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was uh, David Hasselhoff uh, before Baywatch uh, played Michael, where he drove around in a car that would talk to him. The car's name being Kit. Kit. 
Uh, and for some weird reason, the car sounded an awful light, lot like Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. <clears throat> Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap. Oh, Quantum Leap. Oh, that yeah. was a good show. That one needs to be a movie also. Because they could still, they could still technically, oh, wait, 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 wait. I know they could still get Scott Bakula. Um, if he does not get off this soon, guys, it's my fault and I apologize. Oh, who was the other guy? It was uh, Dean was it Dean Rockwell, something like that. I think he passed away. <laughs> Welcome to the Cinefinex. We Dean can't Stockwell. think of a dang thing. Albert. No, it's like Dean Stockwell. <laughs> he was also in that Langoliers movie. Oh, man. Uh, Langoliers movie. Anyways, uh, Quantum Leap would be a good like movie if they if they did that uh, especially if he could leap from body to body and then like he, he at least leaps okay. to three or four different bodies and they all are a part of like one giant arcing story I need a arcing story this way as long as Scott Bakula is in it yes uh, no no they, they hire someone new to do the leaping and he leaps into Scott Bakula actual Scott Bakula actual Scott Bakula that's genius that would be oh man the uh, people we who say are watching genius. right now, the people who are watching right now, who don't know what quantum, quantum leap is, we say it's genius. But the problem is, is that this didn't work out for Ocean's Twelve when Julia Roberts actually showed up as herself, and Tess had to play Julia Roberts, even though Tess yeah, is played by Julia Roberts. But after Ocean's Eleven, the rest of them were just ugh. thirteen was great. Yeah, twelve was terrible. Twelve was pass. Twelve was so bad. Anyway. I oh god, I guys, like... we are super ADD over here. We were talking about a Knight Rider movie. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing that could be how like the direction of this channel, and I'm okay with it. Let's just like go off on tangents like crazy. Hi, right, welcome to uh, the attention deficit disorder cinefanatics. Uh, nice. Garth is saying that better bring back Michael Knight's evil twin Garth. I forgot that was like his twin's name or whatever. Uh, the dri evil driving the evil car. Uh, yeah, I know car was the evil car, the evil one, the evil version of Kit, because car uh, was voiced by uh, Peter Cullen. <sighs> Who of course did, it did. Uh, of course it was. Optimus Prime. Autobots. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the all-spark. <laughs> Let's start Mr. Feeney. <laughs> Feeney. <laughs> Feeney. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, therefore, if you can't tell, we kind of grew up, like, during the 90s. Oh, and, man. like, for, at least for me, TGIF was a big part of my Friday nights growing up. Yeah. And I love Boy Meets World. Now, you love Boy Meets World. You're a little younger than I am. I grew up with Boy Meets World, too. Uh, real quick, while we're going off on tangents and whatnot. Um, we don't have time for that. <laughs> someone's about to have a birthday. Who? I believe it's you. What? Yeah. I believe tomorrow. What? I've, I've I've reached the age where I I, I, I just want to forget that I'm having a birthday now. No, it's because you're turning 31, and 31 is such an inconsequential age. <sighs> I mean that too. I mean, there's well, honestly until 40, and then 50, every age is inconsequential. You're exactly right. That's why I'm looking so forward to my. This birthday isn't next about year. you. This is about me. It's my birthday tomorrow. <laughs> you jerk. Stop stealing the spotlight. Anyways, so we've well, only got two spotlights, and one is on each of us. Anyway. Yeah, it's my birthday tomorrow. You can cry if you want to. Or not if it's your party. Oh, God. It's been a long night, y'all. Uh, birthday Fs in the chat. Birthday Fs? Birthday Fs in the chat. What are F what Fs are you talking about? You need to keep if, up with the kids nowadays when they say Fs in the chat. Wow. 
I guess so. Uh, if y'all have any questions and Fs that you want to put in the chat, feel free to drop those. You can do it the Streamlabs or uh, the Super Chat. Hey. I forgot we t- typically talk about that at the beginning of the show, but well, you know what? The beginning we, uh, of the show is almost non-existing at this point. Just so you know, we take birthday Streamlabs and we take birthday patrons here. Birthday patrons is fantastic. If you want to hop on our Patreon uh, and join for his birthday. If you don't know what to give me for my birthday, a Patreon subscription for <laughs> to our channel. the rest of the year is a great gift. I, I second that. I think it's a great gift for him because he's splitting it with me. Uh, sure. I have control over it. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, while we're on this 80s tangent, uh, Seth Rogen, who we'll be talking about more here in a little bit, yeah. uh, is in the process of developing another Ninja Turtles movie. This would be, what, the one, two, uh, three? This is the fourth time that they're they're doing another series of Ninja, Ninja Turtles. I is, call it four, even though the, the, was it the 2007 CGI movie is technically kind of uh, connected to? This is the number, uh, I don't care, Ninja Turtle movie. Anyway, so that joke was not worth me sitting there with that confused face for that long. Not at all. Uh, so, starting on or starting with this next one, Seth Rogen is uh, essentially taking over the helm, and he, is he doing a voice. Please tell me he's doing a voice. I'm not. Turtles. I'm not doing a voice. <laughs> hey, Mikey. No, please tell me he's doing a voice of one of the. Oh, turtles. that would be cool. Who could Seth Rogen do in the Ninja Turtles? Splinter. <laughs> 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 hey turtles <laughs> were you seen <laughs> so we've offended Martin Scorsese Seth Rogen <laughs> and some car named Kit <laughs> um, somehow someway Nia DaCosta yeah I'm sure probably <laughs> good luck good thing we didn't say how I pronounced that music video definitely name. Scott Bakula yeah uh so Seth Rogen is developing this, and he has kind of a cool idea about this. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So far, we've had movies that focus on the turtles, yeah. the ninja, and the mutants. We really haven't had a full-on movie that's focusing on the teenage. The original was kind. Of, they were kind of teenagers in the original. Yeah. They talked like teenagers. Well, the, so the problem with the original is it was all puppets. It was puppet costumes. Yeah, it, or it was costumes with puppet heads. You want to tell me how you how a turtle in a puppet with a animatronic head looks like a teenager? You want to tell me how a turtle looks like a teenager to begin with? Good point. Anyways, uh, so we really haven't had like that full on like real teenage development. And I know this last cartoon that Nickelodeon did that I thought looks absolutely hideous. It looks like butt. Yeah, uh, I know that one was kind of more focused on them being teenagers. It connects with the younger audiences, which I appreciate that. I, I understand trying to hit that point because it, being a teenager is a huge story. There's a lot of movies that are called coming of age. Most of them are based around people as teenagers. And the coming of age, going from a kid to being an adult and, and realizing how the world works. Most of, of them I don't like. Yeah, I mean, they're hit or miss. There's a couple I don't like as well, but there's some of them. Like, you hit, like, Days and Confused Shot here in Austin, Texas. Uh, absolutely love that movie. So... I, I think that's where he's wanting to go with this is pretty much making a Ninja Turtles coming of age movie. Uh, 
Garth in the chat says, bring in Dana Carvey as makeup advisor. Turtle, 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 turtle. Am I that turtle enough for the turtle club? Turtle, 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 turtle. That was such a stupid movie. That movie would have been okay if it wasn't for like every time the Brent Spiner was the villain of that movie. Every time he laughed, he farted. I'm not a huge fan. I remember that. Oh, my god! I'm not a huge fan of, like, just fart jokes, just trying to be funny. Like, oh, my God, some mm. people fart. It's hilarious. If done the right way, they can be quite, quite uh, yeah. funny. And they can be. There's a couple of them that <coughs> I thought were good. in life. <coughs> yeah. But typically, I'm not a big fan of, like, that one was just, like, hey, we got to have some kind of, like, weird character trait for the evil villain to make it funny. So let's just have him, like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, that's that's not funny. Even in this stream, I'm hoping that when I just recreated that, nobody laughed. Well, what's funny is it's actually based in reality. Sometimes people will laugh and they poot a little. <laughs> okay, see, here's the thing. That is funny. Is that, that actually, <laughs> when it actually happens. That actually is the way the no, human body works that's sometimes. that's the least funny thing. I like that. No, I like the fact that you can point that out. Um, I like it when it happens in real life. If I happen to be like talking to a friend and I'm telling a joke and they start laughing and then they fart. Oh, I'm so calling that out going, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, we're going to call this show now, uh, Cinefanatics, the poot line, which describes what your underpants look like when this happens. To oh, you. I'm so glad you weren't going to call this a Cinefartatics because that would have been really bad. I'm not that clever. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you aren't either. This is an anomaly. Anyways, uh, so we we were talking about Ninja Turtles on a coming-of-age movie, and we started talking about Master of Disguise. Wow. Well, that, I blame that one on Garth in the chat, honestly. Uh, that's, Garth not, saying, that's not my fault. Uh, Sam Rockwell's second role was uh, TMNT 1990, and I remember that. He was the one that was, given, he was giving the tour of the... Uh, the ninjas, the Foot Clan's lair with all the teenagers, and he was telling the guys, like, look, anything you want to do, do. You know what I'm saying? Anything. Do and the guy's like, do you have any cigarettes? And he's like, regular or menthol? Yeah, I remember. Gosh. And then they show him at, again never at... Never menthol. Yeah, never menthol. And I Ugh. never smoked. And even I know, I never did menthol. smoke. And like, uh, no menthol and no cloves. Oh, my God. I smoked an entire pack of cloves cigar cigarettes one night. Oh, I couldn't talk for, like, almost a week. Finish your whiskey. Anyways, um, and then he was also at the end of the movie when Casey is appealing to the Foot Clan teenagers yeah. about like how like Tatsu is family and whatever. I have that movie memorized still. Like I watched it so many times when I was a kid. I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan, so I'm gonna be there opening night for whatever Seth Rogen comes up with oh, because sure. Seth Rogen is definitely striking me as a type of person who is going to do Ninja Turtles right. Unlike he grew up with Ninja Turtles, I'm sure. Unlike Michael Bay, uh, Michael Bay also didn't direct those; he just produced it. Yeah, <laughs> but so therefore that means someone else directed it, and Michael Bay's like, "Watch your mouth." Megan Fox is the pinnacle April O'Neil. Oh God, no. I'm just no. kidding. That would be Anna Kendrick. Duh, it's right there, guys. Anna Kendrick would be a good the April O'Neil. right there. I, I actually, I do like the idea of Anna <laughs> Kendrick. Uh, but I'm still a fan of, of both Judith Hogue and Paige Turco as April O'Neil. Man, I just Those got, are both I got super nerdy there Those for a are second. both names. Because you haven't seen really either one of them in anything since. I know uh, Judith Hogue had a cameo in uh, Armageddon. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. <laughs> oh, she was in a deleted scene from Ninja Turtles from the second Mike, Michael Bay Michael Bay movie. Yeah, the second Ninja Turtles Michael Bay. She had a cameo in there as April's boss, which oh. was funny. Yeah. 
That's clever. Uh, Gar says a TMNT video chronic pop quiz. See, Go they actually it. they actually did do one, and uh, I believe I won that barely. But there was one question in there. I remember the, them asking that I was kicking myself that I missed. You won it by the skin of your teeth, which is really weird because teeth don't have skin. If mine does, it needs some skin bleaching. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> nope, I think they got that. Yeah. Uh, that's what this channel is known for is teeth. Look at the comments to our previous videos. No, it's not. <clears throat> April O'Neil, the porn star, is a better April O'Neil than Megan Fox. Uh... Does she have an IMDb? Who? Megan Fox? No. I'm pretty sure Megan Fox has an IMDb. Are you, no, the, who are you looking up? The April O'Neil he just brought up. Because I'm not going to Google search her. <laughs> Come on. Oh, April O'Neil, the porn star? Yeah. She does not uh, have an IMDb. Yeah. <clears throat> At least from what I can tell. Now reporting the news, this just in. <laughs> he didn't get that, y'all. It's okay. He's not reacting at all. It's okay. And you are a reactor. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Moving on anyways. Uh, so, uh, speaking of uh, Seth Rogen... Uh, apparently he had a movie come out this past week, which coincidentally, if you noticed, if you've been watching this program long enough, you know that typically at the top of the show, we talk about what movies we have seen this past week to catch up on. We skip that for a very particular reason. We really haven't had time and we've only Ooh. watched one new movie. Side note, Karen Gillan would also make a good April O'Neil. Anyway. Yeah, possibly. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. Uh, we've only watched one new movie this past week, and it was That's all we had time for. It was this, yeah, it was the same movie. It. Yep, an American Pickle starring Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen. Uh, so yeah, guys. Uh, I don't necessarily think that this is one that requires like spoilers. Uh, I really don't think there was like anything completely spoilerific about that movie. Uh, so, for those of you who haven't seen, this is a movie that Seth Rogen has done. It's kind of a passion project for him. It was on It's on HBO Max. Uh, it, it was fantastic. I, I really like this movie. He plays a man who, uh, uh, a, a Jewish man, back in like the 1920s, or 1920 to be specific, uh, that his little village was overran by the Russians or Cossacks or whatever at that time history what are you doing that's what we need actually background music uh, y'all let us know how this works because I have no idea if this is playing very well at all so and that's all we can play before our stream gets taken down <laughs> anyways so yeah Seth Rogen plays a Jewish man 1920s his village gets overrun by the Cossacks, so uh, Cossacks. him and his family flee to America, and he him gets and his a, wife. Him and his wife, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well, no, his family, because didn't have a child yet. Okay, she gets a child. She she some <laughs> she, she gets a she child. She gets a child. She, she somehow becomes pregnant. I don't know how that she works. She finds a child, a stray she, child on the street corner, puts it in her belly, and then gives birth to it. She nine gets months a later. child. Uh, so. They flee to America, and he gets a, a seemingly a menial job as a, essentially like a rat chaser at this pickle factory. Yeah. He falls into a vat of pickle brine, 
and gets locked in because immediately the factory gets locked up and goes out of business. Not like Sears, which is taking like five years for it to go out of business. Or Blockbuster, which again has an Airbnb <laughs> Apparently now. Is, is still in business doing Airbnb business. Yeah. Uh, so like this, this factory back around. Yeah, yes. this factory closes up. And a uh, hundred years later, some kids playing with a, with the most powerfulest little drone I have ever seen uh, happens to open the pickle vat and awakens Herschel, Seth Rogen's character, from his pickle brine suspended animation, much like he was the Jewish Captain America at this point. <laughs> is, is that the correct Captain Israel? Captain Israel. <laughs> nice uh so he awakens from his 100 year slumber into the modern day uh and so he he strikes out to try to uh, to try to find his ancestors he finds one that happens to be played by him again and then it's it's basically how herschel is adapting it's completely a fish out of water uh comedy drama movie uh for a little bit anyway yeah but it plays very well uh, and so his idea is now he's in modern times and he's trying to start his own pickle business. Yeah. Not so watching this movie, uh, there's, there's a few things that come to mind. First of all, it's that this is not a movie that you run to when you're looking for in depth, deep storytelling. This is a, this is more of a fun little passion project that Seth Rogen wanted to produce. And so this is, when when I say that the movie, uh, pun slightly intended, uh, yada yadas itself a little bit, uh, it's because they happen to skip things. He didn't catch that at all because he was attention I, no, diverted. I, I did hear the part where they're explaining like how he survived the pickle brine yeah. for a hundred years. Yeah, they just they yada yada yada. They just yada yada right great. through. Right, I love it. Uh, and they do that. They do that through a couple different things. Um, yeah, but for the most part. Uh, they do. They have some really nice character beats that they make sure that they highlight. Yeah. Uh, like for instance, one of the first things Herschel gets is is uh, some uh, bubbly water. And yeah. that's that's one of the uh, that's like one of his dreams or whatever is to have seltzer water someday. So he he dreams about seltzer water back in like 1920, and then fast forward to the modern day, he gets introduced to like the soda. Basically, it was a soda stream. Yeah. Uh, and how it, it, he's just amazed that now you can make bubbly water at home, which was one of his things that he was always wanting to do. Yeah, and that's uh... oh yeah. Uh, Garth is calling out fun fact: Roxy Stryer does acting uh, class mm-hmm. weekly with Sean Whalen. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as he popped up in that scene, I was like, first of all, I know he's been on Roxy's show. Second of all, wasn't he in that thing you do? Uh, yes, so Sean Whalen, for those of y'all who don't know who uh, Garth is referring to, Sean Whalen, the most popular thing Sean Whalen has ever done was the the old uh, Got Milk ad back in the in 1990, yep. uh, where he's eating like a sandwich of peanut butter and he gets called by the radio station to name who who shot uh, Alexander Hamilton. Nice. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and he gets randomly called by this radio station because that happened <laughs> ever in real life. And he can't talk because he's got a mouthful of peanut butter sandwiches. And he's in a library that's full of like pictures and books about the Hamilton versus Aaron Burr shootout. 
And so he's like, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't understand you. Oh, time's up. And he's like, I love that commercial. I love that commercial. I had completely forgotten about that commercial. Wow. Yeah. Uh, That was that throwback. that was a very young Sean uh, Sean Whalen, and then yeah, he had a he had a cameo in that thing you do as a rowdy uh, fan of theirs at the very beginning. Yeah, uh, like bef- the, before the O'Neaters became popular. <laughs> it was like when they were doing the 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 meter, the clap meter. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, he was heckle- he was a heckler in the audience, um, and then he's had a couple other like things that he's done. Like he was in uh, the show Scrubs that we absolutely love. Uh, as like a he was like a lab tech or whatever he's like and it's always no cutsies <laughs> like yeah. trying to get trying to get uh, that was him JD and Scrubs Look if y'all haven't that. seen Scrubs absolutely great so TV show basically Sean Boylan is a really great character actor who pops up in a lot of these you know yeah minor roles and other minor things, roles but he's but really I, he's really good at what he does yeah so yeah I I very much uh, enjoy seeing and him in this movie yeah it was the same for this movie too that was just. That was just a great a great use of him, his his talent and everything, just to just to push that that scene along with the scientists and everything. Um, so real quick, I know we're do, we're still doing a review for it, but uh, like Garth is saying, I thought this was a family friendly channel. Can you say Cossacks here? I is that a sure? Der, is that a derogatory term? Who cares? Oh, I mean, I, I'm <laughs> I'm a big fan of like history and learning. Still, like I, I will never stop learning as much as I can. I love watching Jeopardy and trivia and everything like crazy. Uh, so I will honestly say I'm not a huge uh, like I don't know that much about that like that I don't, culture. I don't, I don't think it's offensive. Uh, I remember it also being a big part of uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Yes, I know. You don't. You're offended by that the cat uh so i know fiddler on the roof had a lot of kind of the same ideal that kind of like a jewish village that was overran by cossacks uh so i don't know if that actually is a derogatory term someone feel free to educate me and i if appropriately educated i will stop using that but i'm just going based off of what i guess they said at that time um and then I do also want to point out, uh, movie Fenobi dropped in the four ninety nine super chat. Are you sure people can handle Adams v Adams v Pickles? Is this a rebranding announcement? Hashtag Pickle Fanatics. Anyways, have fun, stay kosher, pony pony boy. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's fine. Will your OnlyFans site be called Only Adams? Yeah, that's that's God. what that's what that's what I thought Garth was saying. He said that it's a joke about it being very close to a naughty word. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's oh, okay. It's just a it's another uh, a cultural term used to describe what's, a certain group what, of people. What, what's the naughty word it's close to? <sighs> I'll tell you later. Huh. I'll tell you before our uh, next stream, which I will we'll talk about that in a second. I don't we gotta continue this review here. The cat is offended. No, the cats have a good sense. Yeah, my cat is not offended by anything. Except for a WAP. Um, the so, what? Yes. Um, <laughs> so this movie, uh, Amer- An American Pickle, it's it's really great because it starts out with this idea that, you know, it is it is like a fish out of water or an old Jewish man out of pickle brine, whatever, whatever floats your boat there or your pickle. Um, and he uh, – stop talking to your cat. We're live. <laughs> and – it's, it starts out that way, and then it, it, it takes that turn uh, not even halfway through, like maybe a third of the way in. It takes a takes a full turn into yeah. a different direction, and then it becomes like a really cool, a really neat little character study, mostly for the, the younger Seth Rogen character, Ben, where he's 
He's having to learn a lesson, essentially. He's having so he's having to learn a lesson, but at the same time, the stuff that uh, that Herschel is going through, uh, Herschel is basically like the eyes of like uh, uh, basically your virgin eyes looking at a, a a current situation, given the current life the that we live nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, without spoiling because I don't want to go into full details, but there's a nice little bit about in this movie that really deals with the cancel culture that we have nowadays. Um, And I think it it touches upon it very well. I think it was very well done. And I I really like... The thing is, is it's able to make those points and show what really... Like, how it is being affected without it... Like, you're, you're not taken out of the movie going oh okay now they're dropping some socio-political statement in here no it, it was very well done it was enough to make you notice and think about it but still i'm watching a movie i'm entertained they also they also make fun of both essentially both sides of the aisle to whatever degree yeah. to whatever degree this movie makes fun of people yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of playing up both sides of the aisle and kind of the things that are stereotypical about them i, I mean I, so <clears throat> for that example i completely agree there i mean if you get someone that literally comes out going i hate women i don't think women should be able to do anything productive in the world yeah no you're gone <laughs> i mean that kind of that kind of mentality yes but this one where it kind of plays on like where you only hear like a certain part of a thing and everyone's like jumping to one certain ideal because of something that was forced or made up mm-hmm. almost. I, I love the way it was done. I think it was done very, very properly. And I hope no one clips out that one little bit I just said because that is completely yeah, out of context. I'm wondering why you actually decided to give an example. Well, because I think we all get the idea. I feel like it fleshes out and like really shows our audience that sure we know um, what we're talking about here. So yeah, there's so there's that side of things. There there is a really a really fun dynamic between between Herschel and Ben in this movie though, and the the idea that you have Seth Rogen is coming in and playing both roles. What's really fun though is that if you really stop to think about how they did this, you have it, you have the situation where he came in and played, say, uh, say he came in and played, let's, let's go Herschel's roles first and did everything as Herschel Mm -hmm. knocked it all out. Or actually he probably did everything as Ben first and then came in and grew the beard out. No, I, I actually read how they did that, but yeah. Anyway, grew because yeah, he actually grew a real beard for this yes that, that was an actual it wasn't just a taped on beard so th- they did that so he played an entire role as ben and he played the entire thing as herschel it's two separate times enough time for him to grow that that crazy beard out mm-hmm. and to be able to go back and shoot those scenes like that while the movie might seem a little thin in places uh, I think there was a lot of care on the back end to actually make it work and make it happen. Yeah, and you can see, you can see the heart in that movie, honestly. Yeah, uh, I will say honestly, uh, overall, this is probably one of the best like Seth Rogen performances I think I've seen like out of most of his movies. Mostly as Herschel. Mo- yeah, most yeah. Uh, and a, li- and on, a little bit of his the, bend towards the end. Towards the end yeah, is towards the really end, really good too. Yeah. 
but yeah, his, the way he portrays Herschel, like I've complete it's multiple times. I had to remind myself it was Seth Rogen. Yeah, he gets lost in that role. Uh, and I've so here's the thing. I've seen the reviews for this movie that critics have given out, and they're all giving it like mediocre reviews. I'm like, ah man, that's one of those like critics versus like the movie going public. I, I really liked this movie. I yeah. thought it was really good. It's definitely it's definitely got its places where it's like okay, okay. I this isn't like these places aren't like entirely well thought out. Uh, I do think that a lot of those places are definitely self-aware. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, we know the ridiculousness of this entire scenario, this entire situation. It's it, it just is. Just deal with it. It just is. Yeah. Run with it. And then on top of that, it's like, okay, and now that you're able to look past the ridiculousness, because just accept it, here's some of the heart. Here's some of the reason why we wanted to make this. Here's the reason why Seth Rogen wanted to make this. Again, you can tell that this is a passion project for Seth Rogen, yeah. because when it gets to certain key moments in the in the movie for both Herschel and for Ben, you can see the deep connection that this movie has with uh, Seth Rogen's heritage, with his ancestors and everything, and that this movie actually means something to him personally. Yeah, because uh, I believe Seth Rogen does come, like him himself, does come from a Jewish yeah. background. So, yep. yeah, this is most definitely a very personal passion project for him. And I like I love the fact when you get to see actors do something like that, uh, it's fantastic. And again, this is probably one of his best movies I think I've ever seen. Yeah, he uh, yeah he really he really did knock it out of the park on this one. And uh, so. Yeah, <laughs> twice. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, if we're rating this movie, say we're going to go just out of uh, five pickles. We're, I would, we're doing out of five, not ten. Are we doing out of ten? Is that, uh, I forgot. We're out of ten. We haven't reviewed a new movie in a while. Not since Palm Springs. Uh, well, yeah, and that well, I, I don't remember even that doing that. A few weeks ago. Uh, um, so, out of ten, I would actually probably rate this movie eight and a half pickles. I mean, ultimately, yeah, I give it a, I give it a healthy eight, eight pickles out of ten. Healthy, pickles. healthy eight. Pickles. I give it a healthy eight pickles, uh, and the reason being again because uh, pickles are good for you, ladies and gentlemen. While this movie does clock in at about an hour and twenty nine minutes, it's just shy of that hour and a half mark. Mm-hmm. It it moves at a decently brisk pace, but there is definitely a lot of like details left out story wise that kind of explain the situations. And while that actually does work more in favor for this movie. It's it's still a situation where it does leave the movie again feeling thin thin a little bit in some places, but the heart and the 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 love and care and the performance from Seth Rogen is definitely is definitely present. So yeah. it's it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch. If you got HBO Max, absolutely give this give this an hour and a half of your time because it's 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 a fun it's a del- it's a delight it's a delight it's a nice little delightful movie. And you are just super focused on that chat. No, I'm I'm hearing you. It is it is a delightful movie. I actually I, again I really liked it. So, um, so as we go on, diving into chat here because we're about done with this stream. Uh, Garth is saying the reviews are sweet and sour. I was actually expecting you to say, well, the reviews for this movie are bread and butter. And uh, it's definitely kosher. Garth is saying, yeah, it's definitely kosher. Uh, Garth is saying it was claw sensational. 
<laughs> oh, that's fanflastic. <laughs> Vlasic. Yeah. Fanflastic. Fantastic. Yeah, okay. Uh, going back, Garth is also saying, I'm wishing instead of MLP, Chris had gone with no, West, West no, Austin Productions. No, 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 no. <laughs> First of all, I don't live in West Austin. We're not in West Austin. So, I mean, I, I, I appreciate the effort to try to come up with an acronym. That seems to be the theme of this particular stream tonight, is acronyms. Uh, but, yeah, so, speaking of streams tonight... We're not done yet. We're not done yet. We're 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 done with the tagline here in just a few minutes. But get those questions in, by the way, because we're yeah. about to end this. So yeah. So I cast like good. The feed way me. the way this is gonna work on Tuesdays for the next few weeks, next say month and a half or so. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we are very much heavily interested in and invested in the movie trivia showdown. That being said, we also on this channel like to do reactions and whatnot to the movie Trivia Schmodown. So much so that we've made an entire new show out of doing reactions called the Schmodown Replay. Bring it up. Why aren't you ready? Bring it up. Wait, what, what's it called again? Schmodown Replay. There you go. There's the logo for it. The Schmodown Replay. This is no longer your mom and dad's like reaction show. Yeah. So that being said... That is that, that's that's the tagline. Yeah, there, there you go. go. That's the show we're doing now. Um, that being said, the Schmodown, for those who don't know, is doing these movie trivia battles, so to speak, uh, pretty much every night of the week for the next like month and a half or so for the first two rounds of the Oofa. Ultimate Schmodown Singles Tournament. Oofa. So what that means is, as we are doing, as we are starting the Schmodown replay, we're just jumping in and diving full on into doing a live reaction. Every single night, pretty much. Yeah. Mondays through Thursdays. Uh, we're going to be doing pre-records to the pay-per-views on Fridays. So we're already doing a live stream Tuesday nights, like tonight. Yeah, since we're doing this live stream, we so, are now having to move on to another live stream because we're going to do both this and the Schmodown replay. Yeah, so tonight was the first official night of the Schmodown singles tournament. Yep. Uh, so we will be doing here in a minute in like roughly like about 20 minutes or so we will be doing the uh the reaction to that with one of the members who is participating one of the members one of the uh, i'm trying to refrain from saying his name we're uh we're doing the reaction with andres gallego he uh he's in the match and he's going to be uh sitting with us and watching his match i believe as he's stated before, as he's told us before, he will be watching it for the first time with us. So you will be getting both his first viewing of his own match, his first match, and all the insights and thoughts that he's had while he was going through that match as well. So Pardis in the chat is saying, I've I already seen the match from today. Good. If you've seen it, awesome. Come now back. come back and get Andres's actual thoughts and feelings of what went on. during. I, like We haven't seen the match yet. That's why we call it the replay. That's why it's called the replay because we're going to get people that essentially can, who can give that insight, can give that information, the behind the scenes type of the nitty gritty stuff of the The showdown. It's like when you uh, watch a sports thing and they replay that sports thing and explain to you what's going on in that sports thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be called an instant replay usually. It's called a replay? It's called the showdown replay. Or sports center. No, we're not the the sports center of the showdown. I'm revealing that I know way too much about sports. Literally every other after show is the sports center of the schmodown 
Garth is asking a question. Do you think you'll be able to get Robert Adams in as a guest to react to his first singles we, match? We're, it's going to be way easier to get Kevin Smith, honestly. <laughs> that Robert Adams has no time for this. For There's no first, way we're getting him. For his first singles match? Well, here's the thing. There's no um, way we're getting him for unless that. Unless the Cinefanatics actually move to L.A., there's probably a very small chance that Robert Adams is ever going to have a singles. Never say never. Unless this stays virtual. Never say never. Unless this stays virtual as it is. We have no idea what's going to happen in the draft. We could be drafted by two completely different managers. That is a possibility. Yeah. In which case... Ooh, travel costs. Here we go. Uh, Garth is saying, I saw the match too, and I already have some questions for Andres. Uh, come, it. come back, Garth. Stay Bring on, the, it. stay on this channel. Come back like here in about twenty minutes or so. Uh, get those questions ready because it's gonna be a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, again, we're gonna be going live again here in a little bit as soon as I move this computer back also to my bedroom. If you have not seen the schmodown, this will be a good, good uh, uh, schmodown replay to watch with us. Oh, absolutely. This is a first good first time just to come in, kind of see what the schmodown's about because you're gonna have a competitor who is actually in the match. We're gonna be watching. Yep. So. Definitely come hang out with us, watch along, hang out in the chat, all that stuff. Ask some questions. It's going to be a good time here. And oh, it's good. This, twenty to thirty minutes. This one I'm really looking forward to. Not saying that when we've, do, when we've done these before, I haven't been looking forward to them. But since we have been doing this new format with these, getting a guest on, particularly someone connected to the Schmodown. Yep, I've been loving this. I I really love how this is going. Uh, for those of y'all who haven't seen, we did the we did a reaction with uh, Chance Ellison yep. to the well, uh, to Chandru versus Kevin Smith. Most people haven't seen that because we haven't dropped it yet. Yeah, we haven't dropped the actual video yet. That should be uh, this coming weekend, I believe. Uh, but we have dropped since Chance Ellison was guest appearing with us. He had some uh, thoughts for the winner of that match. So make sure you check us out on Twitter at Cinefanatics MLP. We have his reaction, his immediate thoughts, feelings, and opinions on there. It's also on the Movie Trivia Schmodown Facebook page. So make sure you go over there, find the post by Cinefanatics. Yep. You will see his immediate reaction because that was gold. That was yeah. fantastic. It was fantastic. It was, it was oh, wonderful. man, that was that was so good. Anyway, guys, uh, stick around, hang out, come back for the Schmode on replay. Jump on the Patreon. We've we've got tiers on there. You want to jump on there and uh, click on the uh, tier that's right for you, ten dollar, and <laughs> uh, follow us at these handles that are beneath us right here. I All haven't referred places. to those being called handles, handles. for a while. Uh, this is also where my love handle is. Um, I need to work out. Anyway, I have been working out and I'm loving it so far. That's the that's the note that we leave this show on guys thanks for joining us on the tagline play the music let's roll this thing out oh you are not ready at all all right not there we go there you go there it is anyways y'all have a great evening thank you for joining us here on cinefanax on the tagline we will see y'all next week on tagline we hope to see y'all again here in a few minutes as we do a reaction to the schmodown come back stay on this channel it's gonna be great and we will see y'all hopefully in a bit Laters and good night, everyone. <laughs>